Welcome to the Warning Track Power Hour. I'm Andrew Gaff. He's Mike Warman. Today we're going to recap the NFL's Week 17, update our ongoing betting competition, which is now even more interesting to us, at least, than, than it has been in the past, uh, and then uh, get into the NFL's Week 18 preview and some of the, talk about the playoffs a little bit. Um, we'll start in the same place we've been starting the last many, many weeks now uh, with the the last week's of NFL action. Uh, Mike, what did you find most interesting from the last week's games? Was it another like uh, close Chiefs victory? Um, possibly moving into the one seed. Um, the all the drama revolving around the um, Bengals and the uh, and the uh, Bills uh, and all the potentially, I mean odd aspects that it might create in in the the, the end of the season um or the uh, resurgence of um the old guard in the nfl with uh rogers and brady like coming back to life uh what 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 captivated you this yeah week? yeah i think well i think the most interesting part of the week was what didn't happen on the field and that was the bill's Bengals game they you know they stopped it after about 10 minutes of play which I think was uh maybe the wise and prudent thing to do although we could argue that's very unusual and even there have been catastrophic injuries on the field before in football games where they continue to play after a few minutes delay I remember um, I, I remember watching as a kid um the Dennis Bird uh Jets Chiefs game when he broke his neck on the field and he had to be uh he was like you know paralyzed and carted off mm-hmm. on a stretcher and they still play you know it's or you talked about the Javon Belcher situation with the Chiefs where they had that murder suicide the day before the game in front of all the Chiefs uh, the suicide at least in front of all the Chiefs like staff and coaching uh staff and administrative staff and maybe some players in the, in the facility like and then they still played the next day. So I was a little surprised that they didn't at least play Tuesday or Wednesday, even though mm-hmm. I guess we still were uncertain about uh, Hamlin's status. I think um, I was surprised about that. I, and I'm not saying, I don't know whether that was the right decision or not, but it creates a lot of interesting and strange scenarios for the playoffs. So I think, of, so that we'll, maybe we'll talk about that, but I think that was the most, I think by far the most interesting, maybe it sounds uh, callous to say it's just the most interesting because of the horrible, uh, potentially life-threatening injury that um, Hamlin suffered. But um, maybe of the games themselves, I guess I thought, unfortunately, it was the resurgence of the old guard that was the <laughs> interesting story because <laughs> I don't mind the Brady one as much because there wasn't, there's not like another team in the NFC South that deserves to be in the playoffs more than uh, the the Buccaneers, that's just how we do it. But like no, but you could have gotten you could have gotten Taysom Hill back in the playoffs. No, yeah. no. It was I, I think it's 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 telling that it was the Vikings that got blown out again when all they needed to do was kind of prove themselves not to be frauds and they couldn't right. do that. <laughs> and so this a lot this allows a potential um Aaron Rodgers led uh Packers team to be the seventh seed in the NFC playoffs and I think even if he takes the Packers to the playoffs I wouldn't be surprised if that's his last game those are his last games as a a Packer um Mm. we can talk about that but what do you you think was the most interesting thing of this week 
the yeah, Chiefs I mean, game. Was... As, a, as a Chiefs fan, I want to say the Chiefs game, but it wasn't very interesting. The game, um, more just sloppy play and and uh, and um, just struggling to put teams away is just it's getting it's 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 annoying. I'll, I'll say that. Um, and yeah, the old, I, but I think yeah, maybe it, I think yeah, like um, stuff like um, Washington, not like just totally laying an egg and um you know has a chance to like be in the playoffs instead of get eliminated with like really weird situation where like, apparently ron Rivera didn't even know that the team could have been eliminated yeah it may be questionable i mean seemingly now especially knowing the result very questionable quarterback choice um going with carson wentz uh over taylor heineke seems like players on the team seem to prefer one over the other anyway definitely um and that's going back over a year now at this point like where we know that the players prefer heineke to basically whoever they you know bring in to be the number one quarterback it seems like they like heineke more anyway so i don't i don't see why they don't just you know go with that but i don't i mean yeah and it turns out now especially given the fact that washington is has no chance of being in the playoffs yeah. and now they're going to start sam howell their you know draft pick quarterback out of texas who's like you know, fifth sixth seventh round draft pick something like that and like neither heineke nor wentz is going to play like like you could say well let's start heineke if they lose well we'll start Wentz next week and see how things look for the next year and then we'll see what we have but now they're just like you know we're, we're bad enough rooney probably need to draft a quarterback in the uh first round and let's see where you know let's unless this new kid howl is good yeah and so you know heineke's gonna be gone probably they might try to get rid of wentz if they can i don't know if they can with cap space but like this could also cost ron rivera his job unless it was you know top brass telling him that they should play wentz rather than heineke Mm. but the Um, brass may not be part of the franchise anytime soon either the team is potentially up for sale yeah it's uh, true that's being explored as an option because dan snyder isn't very popular amongst the league anyway or in society as a whole i guess um <laughs> so yeah i mean that's a really just a mess of a franchise and i don't know how you even start to fix it until you get you know the very top to get um you know removed and replaced with somebody new but it's going to be at least another year of just total chaos inside the organization. Is it, is it not? Yeah, it's, it's, I guess it's remarkable that they're this close to 500 given <laughs> their injuries, their yeah. lack of offense. Usually their best defensive players have been hurt most of the, a lot of the year. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, I don't, it's a mess, but like you would think that with that big a mess, they'd have a record like the Texans or the Colts or something like that. But their record was, and for a while, they they were the only team for a while that had beaten the Eagles, and they won at Philadelphia with a full against the full strength Eagles team. And yeah. now they are just what? Yeah, what are they? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> it's they are not, a, you know, even in contention in the last league of the playoffs. And this is a year when it's still possible an eight and nine team. I don't know. It's not possible yet anymore because I think. Um, the oh, it's um, Tampa could still finish. Tampa could still finish eight and nine. That's true. Yeah. But like the wild card team, we've already won Yes, I don't think yeah. it's possible for a wild card team to be eight and nine anymore because uh, of the Green Bay, De- Detroit 
game. They're 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 both one of be, them has to be winner of that has to be nine and eight or eight eight and one. I guess they could technically be. Yeah, but I haven't I haven't played through the scenarios of what happens if um, the Packers and the and Lions tie. Lions tie. Let's see. I'm going to look at that right now. So the Packers and Seattle loses because you remember this was the case when. Um, Almost, if last year, if the last game of the season between the Chargers and the, and the Raiders, if both of the teams tied, they would have both made the playoffs. Oh, remember yeah. that? And they thought, right. they might just oh yeah, so they, they could have just like made a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, but they and were not done anything. Again. Yeah. And uh, the Raiders tried to win it at the end, I think, uh, and that got the Chargers mad because the Chargers were saying, "Well, we're fine with the tie," or or other vice versa. I can't remember which one it was, but it backfired, yeah. and the Chargers ended up losing it. And the Raiders, by winning it, stayed in the playoffs. And then the Steelers made it above the Chargers um, yeah. for the seventh, which I think helped the Chiefs a lot because the Steelers were not very good. Although the Steelers this year are still in line, possibly to make the playoffs. It's um, let's see. So if the Seahawks, so if there's a tie and the Seahawks lose, the Lions. Well, the Lions uh, have the Lions beat Green Bay. Oh, they beat Green Bay, right? So they'll they'll have the tiebreaker. Yeah. If they tie, they'd have the tiebreaker. Yeah. So the Lions yes. can get in at eight, eight and one. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Seahawks. If the Seahawks tie, and the Lions, tie. the Lions, the Lions and Packers tie, it's not decided right there yet apparently we need to well know. if it stays a three-way tie i think it stays as it i mean it, it's right now it's a three-way tie so if it stays if, if it's a three-way tie then it's probably the it, same. yeah it's so when i when i clicked on the games to tie seahawks tying lions packers tying it gave the seahawks a 75 percent chance of making the playoffs and the lions a 25 percent chance so i'm not quite sure what other games have to be determined well, this is it right. might be like it might be As record right of common now, opponents or something like that. Seattle, right now, as it is, says Seattle would win to tiebreaker over Detroit based on head-to-head win percentage. Uh, division tiebreak eliminated Green Bay because Detroit owns tiebreaker over Green Bay and head-to-head win percentage. So the so the division has to get broken first. Mm-hmm. But then I think. Uh, if it's eight, eight, and one, I think all I think all the games have to be played to just to do the winning percentage. Oh, right. At least that's what that's what five thirty eight is telling me. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it so matters. I, when I did it on five thirty eight, it gave me it's Seahawks seventy. If if when they all tied, um, Packers eliminated, Lions twenty five percent chance of making the playoffs. Seahawks seventy five percent chance. Okay. So, so I guess maybe there's some other factor that we don't don't know. I guess it might depend on like if like the Seahawks opponents, if they all like their con opponents were losing more versus the uh, Lions, maybe it would it would somehow um, affect things. Well, the Seahawks have the worst conference record of the group. Who did, who did the Seahawks play in the last game? They play the Rams, so I think that's a game where they could lose. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe just to shift. Subject just a bit though, but still talking about something you just mentioned though too. What about the what about the Raiders making a change of quarterback, seemingly planning on tossing Carr aside um, after mm-hmm. a very long investment 
of at least time in, in his career. Well, what, what is, where does that rank in your interest level for the week? Yeah, that's surprising as well. And it also, I think also it, because it's, um, brings back kind of our old friend, Jared Stidham, who has been kind of jerked around a lot as a potential starter, because he was that way in, he was going to be the starter after Tom Brady left in New England, but then they brought Cam Newton in and Stidham mm-hmm. kind of vanished. And then I think he's bounced around a little bit and now he's at the Raiders. And I, I think some people still think Stidham can be a starter, I think. And I and from the, his game against the 49ers, he's, he, he played pretty well, well. McDaniels was his offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Stidham was was that backup too in, in New England. So yeah, so it seems like it might be a Stidham tryout. And, and even if maybe the... If cars, I think Carr's going to be gone. I think I think the financials make the most sense for get, getting rid of Carr as early in his contract. Is his he signed a big extension? But I think if it gets they get rid of him right after this season, they aren't on the hook for as much money as if they hold held on to him a little longer. It's only so it's only like thirty four million against the cap next season. I think even if he doesn't isn't on the roster preseason, so it's still it's still a lot of money. But a lot of money. But like it's. It's a lot less money than the full contract guarantee, which yeah. happens I think, if they don't get rid of him before Super Bowl or something. Even I think it's it's early, um, and so I think maybe even if even if the Raiders think, oh, we're going to draft a quarterback uh, in the first round, I think that player is probably not going to be necessarily ready. Instead, of most might be the start at the beginning of the year if mm-hmm. they think so. Um, I don't. Yeah, I I, I don't know what's gonna uh, happen there, but I think I could see Derek Carr going to like maybe would he be the second most uh, valuable free agent quarterback possibly with Ooh, behind Tom Brady? You think you think Brady or Rodgers as as one? Well, Rogers, I forgot about Rodgers. Rogers might also be. He's not. He's yeah. not really on the market right now. And but I think I think either I think even if the Brady, but... Packers win and go to the playoffs, or if they lose and plus, I think Rodgers might be gone, and they might just go with Love and see what they have in Love. He does. He does have a contract though. I mean, it, they, I think they'd have to trade him or release him or something to. Yeah. You know, clear I the, the. I think a trade. I think a trade might happen. I think. I think a lot of teams might say, "Well, we'll take Aaron Rodgers, like Tennessee Titans or something like that." You know, the, would you take? You know. You know, with with that team, you know the Titans. They run a similar offense to what uh, Green Bay runs, and yeah, you have Eric Henry. You have a great defense. You know that might be a a place. It's in the AFC South, which is the worst division in the AFC. Although the AFC is tougher yeah. than the NFC. You know that would that may be a place. Um, I don't know. Or you can go realistically, in maybe twenty teams or. Either looking for a quarterback or would be interested in an upgrade some, of some kind. Yeah, like like become available to them. And... Should become available. Like like some teams wouldn't be able to. Like even if Denver wanted Aaron Rodgers, like they they're still double Russell Wilson because he's got so much salary or something yeah. like that. But you could I could see Rodney Rodgers going to Tampa. Rodgers going maybe even the Rams. You know, depends on what happens with Stafford yeah, some, and Mayfield. Well, you know, there are quite a few teams that don't have like any like any draft capital, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, if if a quarterback is has a choice as to where he's going, he's probably not going to want to go to one of the Denver or the Rams because there's nothing that they can 
do to influence their personnel mm-hmm. anyway, right? For the next, well, I guess you could say Los like, Angeles is a big media capital. Maybe it can be Rogers wants. Or like you know, there's the, yeah. there's the New York. Both New York teams are decent, but need a quarterback. I guess Daniel yes. Jones has, has has had some success recently, so maybe the Giants be out. But I get New Orleans, any of those NFC NFC South teams, AFC South teams, other than Jacksonville. You know, there's yeah. there's, there's a lot of yeah, so many moving pieces like. And so, like, you have Carr, you have Garoppolo, you have Rodgers, you have Brady, probably. Um, those are the big four, I think, off the top of my head. Um, yeah. Plus, whoever's they, coming up in the draft as being. Yeah, then you, you have, know, like, a lot, the lower tier, like Mayfield and uh, mm. who knows what the other. Um, maybe maybe Trey Lance might be on that list, too, depending on what Brock Purdy does. Mm-hmm. Um it's possible. It's, There's all kinds of crazy things that can yeah, happen. It's crazy. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. And I think the quarterbacks in the draft, there are problems with just about every one of them. Like Bryce Young, even though he's probably the number one pick, like he's tiny. He's like Kyler, he's Kyler Murray, tiny. And that's not usually a a good thing in you know the NFL. You need a bigger quarterback. Um, and, and big hands too, right? That's always a big hands. <laughs> hand size is always one of the funnier. Yeah, that's uh, what uh, the problem was with uh, Kenny Pickett. Uh, although he's been he's been a lot better. Uh, he, he's leading possibly the Steelers, possibly into the playoffs. They have a, um, according to five thirty eight right now, the Steelers have a twenty one percent chance of making the playoffs. So if they win against Cleveland, which is possible, that goes up to almost 40%. And then they just have to have a certain things break their way. New England has a is currently in the spot. But they yeah, have they a can't. tough opponent this week. Yeah, if the, so if the Jets beat the Dolphins and New England loses to the Bills, right. then the Steelers... No, wait, this, no, New England has to beat – New England has to beat the Bills. Yeah, yes, they absolutely have to win that one, yeah. I mean, and, like, yeah, barring any, like, weird tie scenarios, I guess. And New England has to beat the Bills for the Steelers to make it because I think there's some weird tiebreaker. Yeah. Well, well uh, New England beat Pittsburgh in the regular season, so. Oh, yeah, and – so there would be a three-way tie between the Jets and no way the Jets would be eight nine. So I don't know how the Steelers the Steelers beat New England early on. Steelers, no, New England beat Pittsburgh. So New England mm-hmm. has a tiebreaker over Pittsburgh right now. Oh yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, I was right. So the Bills have to beat New England. That's right. Yeah, okay. I was, yeah. I was confused. Bills, I was confused. Bills yeah. beat New England, and then Pittsburgh wins. Uh, and Miami has to lose too. Yeah, and then the, okay, then because the, because Pittsburgh lost to Miami again. So three, yeah. the outcomes of three different games have to go the right way for. It's possible. Um, possible. Stranger things have happened. The Chiefs have gotten in with a scenario before where they had to like like four different games had to break the right way. Was that like um, one of Andy Reid's early seasons or something. Like I think that. it was during um, uh, what's his name. Uh, you play to win the game. That uh, coach, uh, Herm, 
Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. Uh, yeah, it was, it was Herm Edwards' year. It was when uh, Denver, I think, had to lose, and like three other games had to happen. And Denver was like going to be the number one seed or something, and they had to lose to somebody. And the Chiefs ended up playing the Colts in the uh, wild card game when Peyton Manning was still on the Colts, and they, and they lost. Right, and then lost him. But, the, like Larry, but it's like, like multiple games had to break one way, and the Chiefs had to win. So like they had. Only a, only a portion of their, um, you know, ability to control their own destiny that they that they actually owned, right? So it's so like yeah, it was a lot of yeah, other the, things that happened. The two thousand six. Oh, well, it was I was further back than I was thinking. Two thousand six season. Oh, okay, here it was. Okay, so that year the Chargers were fourteen and two, so they were the number one seed. I believe it was yeah. the Marty Schottenheimer coach Chargers. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been, yeah. Again, a Schottenheimer coach team in the playoffs. So the Broncos were one game ahead. They were nine and six, and so were the uh, – not and six, and the Chiefs were eight and seven. And so when the Broncos lost, uh, that opened – they lost. And the 49ers that year – were bad apparently and <laughs> and so yeah started the uh that's it started it started the, the thing anyway but yeah something like that can happen um yeah do we want to talk about our bets i think we should yeah let's do that pretty quick so we both fin- because of the we both on the um bills and Bengals game and that game is suspended at least as of now who knows what's going to happen to it that game is uh yeah we don't know what's gonna happen with that game so we're just holding that off so we have the bets and we were each two and oh in our completed bets i think you had the over under the bills Bengals, and i had i had the Bengals plus one or something that's right and um did win our other games what was your what was your first bet that you won andrew uh, i had the um denver kc game it was one of those i wasn't sure I mean, I thought the Chiefs were going to win, but I didn't think they'd cover the spread, which they didn't. But I had the over in that game. It was uh, 45 points, which they uh, they did manage. So, uh, yeah, they ended up hitting a 51 total, 51. which is 724. So that was good for me. Um, how about what was, what was your first game, man? First bet. My first bet was the under – one i believe cardinals falcons um that ended up being just under 19 to atlanta one so 39 was the total i felt like had backup quarterbacks and they didn't really have much to play for so i think we'll go for the under most games are going to be under this year so yeah that worked out for me that one it got a little dicey at times didn't it wasn't it uh was there any, was there a missed field goal or something that happened? In that? There was a missed field goal in the second half. That's what. I was yeah, there, there were twenty seven points. Between, there were twenty seven points at halftime between the two teams. So yeah. they, they only needed they only needed fourteen in the second half, but they could only manage twelve together. It was more field goals, or maybe there's a mix. Maybe there's a missed mix extra point here, or a missed two point conversion, or something. Four, um, four field goals, a missed field goal. Uh, there was a turnover on downs, even. 
yeah so it got yeah. it got pretty dicey but stayed just under yeah we I, it was david david blau or bluff that's right blau he was is he was he a blau or a bluff blau david blau uh desmond ritter so yeah that game was um under how about your second one uh second game i had um jacksonville minus four and a half at houston and that and that game went um pretty much well i was hoping it would anyway and uh i don't have the i don't have the final score up right here what what was the final score of that game it wasn't very close jacksonville ended up dominating oh yeah 31 to 3 was the final so they yeah yeah it was a big, four and a half point spread a blowout and then yeah, so they they moved into the lead um, for their division, pending the uh, final. Oh, they were already in the lead, right? This this, this is the one that didn't matter. Yeah, so they yeah, still- it was a little surprising as well recently, and but uh, um, I mean, I that Jacksonville blew out so much, but maybe Houston was probably gassed after their three really close games against recently. And Jacksonville just rolled. So I think they're trying to be on a high note against uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee for the last, because that's, that's the one that matters for the NFC South Championship. Um, my final bet was the C over the Jets. I guess I had Seahawks plus two against the Jets. One at easily 23 to six. That was. I think I'd mentioned before. I would. I was surprised that the Seahawks not favored. I would have taken Seahawks plus. I mean, Seahawks minus two, three, probably. Um, yeah. I thought. I thought they would. I thought they would be able to win at home. So, and the Jets, even with White playing, very good. So. Yeah. So that that one that one was an easier me too so we were we both very sitting sitting really pretty uh going in to monday night's game but then monday was uh, you know what happened and right. so where does that leave us on the season uh so you are totally even right now mike 25 25 for a you know an even you've not lost any money you've not made any money we're back to even finally after this whole season we're finally back to a coin a coin is no better than than me yeah <laughs> Right. <laughs> and I'm just slightly better than that right now as 25, 24, and one, or plus $100 on the season now. Positive for the first time in the entire season. Yes. yes. Not so bad. And so, yeah, so we've decided we're going to call, leave the, um, from the Bills, uh, Bengals game, just leave them open if they decide to continue that game to resume it. From where it is right now, we're going to leave it open and we'll just go with the outcome of that. I think if they reset it or cancel it, then we'll just cancel that bet. I think is a, that's what we decided, right? Yeah, I think that's fine. I think that makes sense. I think most of the um, the books have given refunds on Bengals Bills refunds already. But I think if they if they end up playing from where they were, I think I think we I think I think it would be I think it would just be interesting if we kept it just just to see what where. Uh, just leave it and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but 
I, I think it seems like more and more likely that they're not going to play it. So we decided to do four bets this week to make up for our um, missing one from last week. So uh, who do you like in, in the first of your uh, quadrifecta or tetrafecta? I'm not sure which one. Uh, I think both work. So yeah, yeah. just uh, personal <laughs> preference, I guess, is which, which, uh, which prefix you decide to use. Uh, but um, the first game I picked uh, for our uh, new new week, week eighteen, I've got um, Cincinnati minus seven uh, versus Baltimore. I think Cincinnati still playing for that one seed. Um, possibly there's a, at least a, a slim possibility they can get into the one or at least move up to the two, um, even mm-hmm. if they cancel that game against the Bills entirely. Um, so they're playing for something. I think Baltimore isn't really playing for anything. Uh, I think their seat is pretty much locked where it is. Uh, Lamar Jackson is injured and very unlikely playing in this game. So I think Cincinnati being able to cover the seven point spread is, I think, likely. At least. I, I, that's the way I would lean to. I, I guess you could say perhaps if they end up replaying or playing over the Bills Bengals game, if the Bengals lost that game and the Bengals lost as well to the Ravens the Ravens would have the division because they would each have six mm. losses but it seems unlikely at this point so I think I and I and I think Cincinnati is just better especially without Lamar than the Ravens so um, they seem to be on the on the way up rather than sort of treading water like um Ravens have been at least anyway. and I and I also the jet the Bills Bengals game I would say the Bengals would have a psychological advantage because of what the bills went through and they would have if then that game would still be in cincinnati and and so i i would say also they would want to have that two seat because again again it maybe seems callous the bills would also potentially have to come to cincinnati if they were the number three seed uh so right you'd want to do that um but how about your first pick my first pick I I ended up uh, going with sticking with the Bills. I picked the Patriots plus seven against uh, Buffalo. So you are playing into this psychology side. Of I things. am uh, the Patriots. I, I I kind of am also because I think if anyone is not sentimental, it's Bill Belichick, and his team needs to win to get in the playoffs. And I don't know if they'll win, but I think they can keep it close, especially mm-hmm. if the Bills are a little bit um, lackluster. Of course, the Bills can come out gangbusters and roll, but I'm, you know, seven seven points is still a lot of points in a divisional NFL game. So I'm I'm going to go with I'm going to go with New England here because they need they really need to win uh, to get in the playoffs. So um, so the uh, Patriots plus seven there sounds good. Let's see my second pick. Um, I like I like to stick with especially this last week where it does get pretty strange with um, you know trying to guess who's going to be starting you know actually using their starters and trying to win. Um, so I, I ended up going to um, the Tennessee Jacksonville game for my second pick because both teams actually care and or they need to win. Both teams need to win to try to get the division win so they can end up uh in the playoffs so um i don't know who's gonna win for sure i think jacksonville will uh but it's gonna take points 
uh, from from both. I think it's going to be you know relatively high scoring game. Over under is only forty points in this one, so I'm going to take the over on this game. Yeah, I like that too. I would I would also if I had to pick one side, I would pick Jacksonville. Um, I had thought about picking Jacksonville by a six and a half as one of my bets, but I did not end up going with that. But um, especially we don't know who's going to be the quarterback for the Titans. It's probably going to be Joshua Dobbs again. Mm-hmm. Although he looked okay at times um, last week, but yeah, um, the Titans' offense isn't as good as the Jaguars, and their defense yeah. has not been quite as stout as it was earlier in the year. And um, so my uh, second pick, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm staying in the AFC East for my second pick. Uh, this is I'm going down uh, to Miami. Uh, the Jets, Dolphins, I am picking, uh, and the Dolphins are favored by two, even the two is not going to play probably, but I think the Jets kind of like, I think the Jets just don't have enough offense and Mike White again might be, you know, who knows what's happening with him and without White, they don't have a real, you know, Strebler or Wilson or Flacco, whoever's going to be quarterback for him. Um, I don't think they can keep up even with Skyler Thompson or whoever's going to be Miami's quarterback because Miami has yeah. more weapons. And, and I think also Miami really doesn't want to go from eight and three to eight and nine and be yeah. out. So I like Miami's chances there. And they really only, you know, they only lost to the, some of their games recently because of um, big turnover, things like that. Uh, like two of three, three interceptions against the Packers um uh what, what i can't remember what happened to them last week what dolphins lost to who did they lose to last week uh oh, lost, the Patri- it was the patriots. patriots yeah it was a, and that was a very close and that was a very close game um and i think the patriots right now are playing better than the jets are it was at new england so um mm-hmm. i like I, I i like the dolphins especially even though it's it, even though it's plus two you know if they win basically unless it's who knows? But I think the one might feel well at least. Yeah. One with a uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle as receivers, like it's just somebody to get even a short pass to them, and they can, you know. Yeah. And most has been running, running the ball really well. Yeah. I don't know if Wilson's back. Those been, you know, uh, but yeah, they have a running attack and a passing attack. So. Yeah. I like I like their chances. That seems reasonable. Yes. How about pick number three? Pick number three, uh, another uh, division rivalry, but only one team playing for something in this case. Uh, but I like the um, Dallas at Washington. I think Washington seems to have collapsed in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I don't think that they have any understanding of how the game of football maybe even works uh, at this point. So uh, Dallas favored by seven points. I, I expect them to uh, be able to cover that spread and – I like that game too. Um, I, I I also would have, I, I would also say I would take Dallas because Dallas still has a chance perhaps to get uh, to win the division over um, the Eagles and get and have a home game. I don't think I think they're not technically in alive for the first round. Uh, by maybe oh they are they have like less than one percent chance of forty five thirty eight of the first round by yeah. Um, only six percent chance of the division, yeah. but all they need to do is uh, um, have the have the Eagles lose to the Giants, which is possible, mm-hmm. uh, especially since Jalen Hurts probably isn't in play, uh, and Washington um, 
and to beat Washington. But uh, if if I could, if like for the example though the Eagles uh, were winning handily against Washington against the Giants, because the Giants don't have a whole lot to play for, um, you could see perhaps the starters for Dallas getting pulled, and maybe that would keep the game closer. But Washington's starting Sam Howell as their quarterback, and so so I, I like I also like Dallas, but I also like the under in this one because I think the second half there might not be anything to play for, and Dallas might just uh, cruise and neither team really have much offense. So uh, that's the over under is 41, I believe. And right. um, I'm gonna take the under there. So I, I, could, I could see that as like a you know, 28 to 10 game for, or something like that or lower for Dallas. You know, they might just need 20 points to win. And- yeah, I think, yeah, even, even you know, Dallas's defense isn't great by any means, but Washington's offense seems to be pretty incompetent, especially with the, I mean, we don't even know what, you know, this new quarterback is going to be like at all. Yeah, and with the rookie quarterback in his first start, you know, Micah Parsons might have like seven sacks in the first half. Who knows? It's it's possible. Man. <laughs> so, um, I yeah, I like, so I like, I like the under, you like Dallas, kind of for the same reasons. Yeah, yeah. And and even I'm going to take an under this week too with the with my fourth pick. I usually don't go for the unders, <laughs> uh, but uh, I think the uh, Minnesota Vikings Bears game is is coming up this weekend. Uh, the Bears are potentially playing for uh, the number one pick in next year's draft. Should they lose, um, and it also requires a Houston victory. I think the Bears have very little chance of scoring many points in this game. And Minnesota, I don't think, can score very many points either. They are negative 19 now, I think, on the season, even though they're 12-4. and four. Uh, So uh, I expect this game to be low scoring. And the 43 points is uh, relatively high, actually, for, uh, <laughs> for a matchup like this, I think, knowing the situation, at least, anyway. Yeah, it's, it's also – it's outdoors at Chicago, right? So – yeah. Um, we saw what happened with the outdoor game against Green Bay last week for the Vikings. You know, they only scored 17. They got blown out. Um, and the weather wasn't particularly bad. Uh, yeah, I think the weather's supposed to be okay, but still, yeah, I, it's still going to be cold, but yeah. The Vikings are an indoor team, and they are not a great team, even though they have a, good, they have a pretty great so yeah, I, I I like the under there too. Um, I also went with an under for my fourth pick, uh, and I, it was a game somewhat related to your uh, your game in that it might have implications for the number one draft pick. And this is uh, the game between uh, Indianapolis and Houston, the Colts Texans. Uh, the Colts Texans over under uh, is I believe thirty eight, and. I could see neither of those teams really wanting to score a lot because I think um, I don't think you can. The Colts are a disaster. The Texans I think might have uh, peaked a couple of weeks ago and are on their way down. Um, I don't think they would mind having the number one pick. I think in some ways they probably want the number one pick more than the Bears because the Bears at least it seems like they have the quarterback of the future and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they aren't going to pick somebody to replace Justin Fields. Maybe they um, listen to trade offers and stuff like that for it. But I think Houston 
the number one pick is more valuable to Houston. Well, they're going to get a pretty high other pick too, aren't they? They, they have the Browns. Yeah, they have the Browns, the Browns pick, pick as well. Too, which is a lower half, I might, think. Yeah, it might be number 10, number 12, something like that. Yeah. And I, I think also the Colts um, don't really have a big desire to win that game either because it's Jeff Saturday's last game. He's not going to, uh, I, I don't think, go next year. But they probably don't really want um, the Texans to get the number one <laughs> draft pick because uh, they're the same division. So maybe they don't uh, care so much either. And maybe if neither team is is that um, invested, maybe they won't score very many points. So I'm going to go under 38, you know, 20 to 17 would get me there. And neither of these teams has uh, great offense. So I'm, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going under again. Um, as the old saying goes, it's always under until it's over. So um, maybe it'll just stay under. <laughs> that works. Well, uh, do you want? Do we want to wrap things up with our yeah. our, our uh, relatively truncated uh, one trick power this week because of uh, time restraints and also because of the strange week uh, we have. We're filming this on a Thursday rather than on a Tuesday because we weren't sure what was going to happen with the Bills and um, Bengals game. And also because the first games this weekend are on, there's no Thursday game this week. They start on Saturday uh, and Chiefs Raiders is on Saturday. Do you want to talk a little about the Chiefs? You don't think, you don't think the Chiefs will cover the nine points against no, the Raiders? I, I almost took the Raiders, but I don't want to bet against the Chiefs either. But uh, I like that too. I could see. Uh, I think they'll the win, but I don't think they'll cover. Yeah. Well, now, you know they're, they're now five, twelve, and one against the uh, the spread this year. The Chiefs are, yeah. So that's which is you, know, you never know what's scenario for a good team. It's a division game. I can, yeah. you know, I just hope I just hope the Chiefs play well and just try to cruise so they don't have to sweat out a win. But that doesn't <laughs> that sun doesn't seem to happen very often. So yeah. anyway, that's the first game, and that's the game I'll be most interested in probably. But these other games too. And, you know, we'll see how those turn out. We'll see also what happens down the road. Bill's Bengals, that gets played. And maybe the next time we have our one-track power hour, it's going to be a playoff uh, preview. And maybe we should be making uh, bets on each of the playoff games uh, just to make things interesting yeah. for the playoffs. Um, but I think we definitely continue on betting, though, with the, uh, with the playoffs. Not, not stop it at the regular season, though. That, that'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, we can kind of keep track of the stats total. Maybe we pause it there, or, or you know, we, that that ends that section of it, and then we go to the next section or something, right? Like this okay. is the. End. I think that like, I think that works. I think that, that works. Well, you guys should all uh, stay tuned and see what we end up doing uh, next week because it's going to be, you know, amazing, and, and <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to think of a great edge. Yes. Uh, at this time of day, uh, but until we meet next week, uh, good luck. And good luck to your teams uh, in the in their final weeks. Uh, best of and best wishes, of course, to Demar Hamlin and his injury recovery, and uh, to everyone concerned about that. And we will meet again uh, next weekend uh, after the, after this weekend's games uh, next week. And until then, I remain uh, Dr. Michael Orman. He remains Dr. Andrew Scaff. We remain Warren Strike Power Hour. Please. Remain interested in our uh, <laughs> interested in our little uh, silliness we have here, and subscribe to uh, our different channels of of uh, deliverance conveyance. 
And until then, uh, good luck uh, in your bets, and we will see you next week. Good day. <laughs>